Hi, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And we're here to keep it real, raw, and what it means to be the confident woman. This episode is brought to you by the Confident Woman Collective. If you've ever felt alone in life while you're trying to up-level as a person and in your business, then it's definitely going to be worth it to join the Confident Woman Collective. Here, you won't find yourself alone. Instead, you'll find yourself surrounded by women that you can learn with, grow with, and thrive with in all areas of your life. All right, ladies, today we have a guest with us. We're talking to Lyra Kay. She is the world's leading expert in innovative therapeutic methodologies. So at 17, started counseling famous spiritual gurus, artists, and therapists on a daily basis. And now, three decades later, has worked with thousands of people and had mentored and influenced most talented healers, coaches, and doctors around the world. Her work is focused on creating seamless but highly effective processes and systems for high-performance therapy and healing. She's been called a secret weapon behind sanity and phenomenal breakthroughs of many celebrated transformational leaders, elite coaches, and creative entrepreneurs, which is really good news. Because I think Rachel and I could both use a secret weapon on some stuff. So. <laughs> I think anyone else listening, same here. Yeah. Who does it? Secret weapons from someone with three decades of experience with some badass people. <laughs> so this is going to be good. So uh, let's start with how, so at 17, you know, that's what's impressive. You started this young. How at 17 were you like, I got this. Like, I'm going to start doing this. Well, I was a super shy introvert oversensitive, extra sensitive kid and looked like probably like a 14 year old boy, you know, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, super small, (laughs) super skinny. And uh, it just happened that um, I'm coming from a family of uh, famous artists and spiritual gurus. So really that's probably explains it. So, and then I was working in this, grew up in Estonia. So I was working in this really like the biggest, the most uh, prominent art gallery in Estonia and it just happened that they booked two different workshops at the same time and my boss who was this you know like a devil wears Prada sort of type and she says Lyra and I was a secretary bringing in the coffee and she said but I'm I'm an artist and I've been a heel I've been already kind of on my path and she says Lyra you don't have a choice you go and you teach them and those were a bunch of doctors and I call them adults and that's me (laughs) And I was like, I can't, I'm so scared. And she was like, Lyra, it's not about you. It's like, you have to do the work and you know what to say. And I was like, well, I guess I know what to say. So I came out and I remember those adults, I'm looking at them. It's like all blurry. I'm scared. I'm like, oh my gosh, like they're not even noticing me because it was so small. They were like, who is this kid? But then I sort of started talking about art and energy and spirituality, everything that I know and I see, I feel it. And I was just, let's say I was taken and then I'm looking at them and they're looking at me at this, like, and I'm like, oh, I'm good at this. Oh, (laughs) and that was it. And of course I had this great feedback and my boss is like, okay, from now on you doing the the workshops and the teachings, you go. And I just went visit and there I am, you know, 30 something years later, I'm like, okay, this has been my life. (laughs) Yeah. How intimidating, but yet exhilarating right like yeah yeah wow that's so cool yeah because you just kind of get thrown to the wolves like there you go 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 at it and you're like I don't even know where to begin and all of a sudden because you knew 
you just kind of like transcended and just happened and just worked your magic. That's incredible. Wow. I'm in awe of it. (laughs) So cool. And so you started leading the workshops from that point forward and it kind of just catapulted you into the direction that you're currently at now. Still do you do, do some, uh, background and work with art or is it more just on the spiritual healing and, and the energy aspect of it? Yeah, it's interesting. So I've been uh, kind of always extremely creative, including now, obviously it's just now my work is mainly with people. So I just love, and at some point with art, I've been exhibiting my whole life and I've done a lot of work with, uh, you know, creating communities of artists and big, leading big projects just for fun. I mean, that's just been me running my own gallery in Marseille, in France. So I've done a lot of things. And at some point, I remember what started interesting me is not just creating things, but may, and not even exhibiting things, but collecting other people with ideas and coming up with something that is new, something futuristic, something uh, sort of innovative as a group, as a collective. And as artists, I think we are on that, you know, we are that bridge between what is happening here already in this reality and what is yet to come. And I think when we are getting together, collaborating, there's some beauty in it and some real uh, leaps that we can make in consciousness and and in um, mindset. So that's kind of what interests me right now. So my art is all about working with people um, and healing is a huge part of it because I'm a natural born healer. I think this is just like, I always had that sign on my forehead that said, you know, come to Lyra and tell her all about it. And she will listen. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So it's like a, it's kind of like a combination of things, but I work with therapists very creatively and, Uh, I did study, became a psychotherapist in the middle of all of that, just to know what is it that I'm really doing. I was just curious about the effect I have on people. And I wanted to know, is there any science behind it? And of course there is. Yeah, so we we can recreate that. Anybody can do what I do. I think if they become courageous enough and let go of that, the same thing I had to let go of at 17, which is what they're going to say about me. Mm -hmm. I'm not good enough. That right. there's something must be wrong with me and they will find out. So once you get over that, you kind of step into that bigger version of yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you trust it, if you cultivate that courage every day, you'll get there. So right. And so that's basically like stepping into your confidence. Like you know that you you've got yeah. it when you when you've strengthened that and you're just like, you know, I may not have had it, but yeah, by showing up and kind of just embracing that you become more confident as you consistently do the work. Now, I am curious that, you know, you talk about like how sometimes our ourselves are, we're worried about what other people are thinking, or we're letting in those outside factors. Now, how does that kind of tie in? And I don't know if this is something that you could talk about too, but like, you know, when we talk about like ego or your conscience and your subconscious, and then there's like a higher conscience. These are some of the things that we have just actually kind of learned in, in, um, you know, some of our guests had actually talked about it too. So I was curious to know, like, when we get to that state where we're so consumed about what others would think, or we don't have the tools or experience or knowledge, all those limiting beliefs, how can we almost like push pause on that and let our higher power take over that? So we no longer run from a place of ego, but yet into your conscious uh, being? Mm -hmm. That's a great question. I mean, 
I work with this concept that I call white shadow. So white shadow is everything you aspire to be. And I'm, I love psychoanalysis and especially Jungian work, which talks a lot about our shadows and demons and, and things that are hidden and we suppress because they are unacceptable. But we also at the same time have that a higher consciousness, if you want, the superego that is a super parent, if you want. I call it a god that we have in our heads and we're thinking, this is the what I'm allowed to do. This is what I'm supposed to be. Those are my standards. Those are my aspirations. That's my potential. But when you are, like one of the things I've realized throughout my life and, you know, losing people in my life and seeing, you know what, life is too short to, to sit here and wait for that perfect time when you're going to be allowed now to go for it and embody that God or goddess, embody that higher consciousness. This It's time is now, especially if you're an artist, if you want to bring something to this world, that's your job. You are a messenger. So once you understand you have a mission, so the ego part, the conversation between your insecurities and I'm not good enough becomes kind of irrelevant. And I tell you a little secret about, you know, when I work with celebrities, this is something I always look at is charisma. So some people, a lot of celebrities have that. They have natural charisma. It's in their bodies. It's in their faces. They are kind of those kind of really often good looking people and kind of blessed with everything, right? <laughs> with that right. energy and attractiveness and magnetism. But actually, when we are stepping into our brilliance, we are also becoming very charismatic. So charisma actually works both ways. You can have it naturally through your looks and exaggerated personality, which relies on you. That's like, I would say, it's a typical celebrity type. And the, the rest of the world it can have that charisma if they step into something they really love, they are passionate about. It's very similar to when I was 17 years old. And I had to get over myself, over my small, fragile little self and my little ego with all the mess up childhood and all the stuff I was <laughs> conflicted about, about myself and think, I love doing what I'm doing. I love art. I love spirituality. I love energy. I love healing. I love talking about it. So I became charismatic in my spot. Mm. And that's a kind of a secret there. And this is how, how we can shift and we can change that perception of ourselves. And it adds so much confidence, like just like that. Yeah. So it's basically like, you know, separating yourself from the idea that you have to be something that you're not and really uh, leaning into more of what is easy and natural to you, which is your God-given talents and gifts and abilities, and just really harnessing that and living from that place of passion. Because once you tap into it, you're like, wow, I'm really good at these things. Instead of you trying to become good at something that is not innately gifted for you. Right. Kind of. Yeah, like, kind of. I mean, you, can, you can still kind of be good about something like as you continue practicing and you develop a passion yeah. about it. But then those are the, you know, the traits are something that would be easy for you because that's actually who you are. Yeah, I think it's a it's a trick, at least that I use when it comes to where, the, where is confidence? Where's my confidence? So you lean into something, you, you, you just natural at it. So, it you know, it's so easy. But 
I do in my own life, and I think I invite anybody I work with to lean into the challenge as well. I call it your North Node. It's something that you actually don't know how to do. It's different for everybody. And this is kind of when I'm working with celebrities, that's the thing. They could be very charismatic people, very attractive, very sort of um, magnetic, but they could also at the same time have very poor um, health, let's say a lot of addictions, a lot of sort of mental health issues like anybody. So I'm not saying that just they have it, but they may be on public. So it's more noticeable if there is drama around them and they have to deal with all of that stuff in front of everybody else, right? And they are role models. So that means we're all watching and we want to know, so how are they dealing with that crisis? What are they going to do? So there's a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. And when you're in that position, you want to then look into, so how can I now tap into something I'm not good at? You see, I have, and for, like I said, it's different for everybody. And so many people find it's very hard, for example, to be intimate with other people and have relationships just one-on-one, not with these huge audiences and, and being worshipped, but instead, how can I love my partner? How can I have, you know, one girlfriend <laughs> at the time, right? <laughs> for example? Or how can I take care of myself? How can I love myself when nobody's watching, right? How can I feel good about myself, even though I'm attacked and there's a cancel culture, there's a lot of stuff happening, but yeah. I have to hold my course. So those are often um, skills that are challenging for people. Right. And so I call it, yeah, lean into your North Node. Go there because your challenge will show you what your next level uh, mission is. What's your purpose is? What is it that your spiritual assignment is, if you want? It's not really about just being good at what you're doing. This is where the confidence is. Mm -hmm. But your real mission is to go somewhere you are that is a bit triggering. It's a bit like, uh, and that's why I call it the shadow, white shadow, because it's not as easy as we think to just be yourself and just be cool and just be the best. Not really. We struggle with it. Everybody does. Right. And you mentioned, you know, white shadow is, is there, I would assume like a dark shadow or something like that, are there different shadows and can you briefly talk about what they are? So somebody who's listening is like, I don't even know what, what do you mean by shadow, let alone a white shadow? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's the sort of, the basis of any transformational work where you're looking into what triggers you. Mm. What is it that you're hating on? What is it that you are uh, annoyed with or anger, uh, angry about? So that's the shadows. You can kind of like on a, to simplify, well, there is a part of you that wants to do that badly and you restrict yourself so much. You think it's so unacceptable and you're never going to be like that. So that's why it triggers you because actually part of you, I would say, needs to be to do, needs to do that. <laughs> so if you can imagine, there's a lot of power in liberating your shadows and white shadow is the same thing, but we are admiring this. We really want, we're thinking, oh my gosh, like this person or this uh, idea or this image I see out there, ideal, is like, this is what I want to be. But I cannot. I'm not good enough for that. It's out of my league. I don't deserve it sometimes, right? So working with white shadow is really showing people that, no, you. if you start doing what you admire, you will be that. 
guess what? You totally will be that. You just have to, at some point, make that leap, like allow yourself. And of course, do work with me or with somebody who is, you know, can give you that permission and courage. And then you will start seeing that you live your dream life very quickly comparing to I'm taking my step by step and I'm allowed only to, to, to do like sort of little by little, I will, I will one day get that. Yeah. Like I said, life is too short. Yeah. Just do it now. Will you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's so like working with you or somebody like you, as you said, and that's just really to, you know, take that giant leap forward and basically like a quantum jump into the, uh, you know, who you're created to be with all the, all the beauty that lies within you. Yeah. Okay. So this is going to be a dumb question, right? But kind of random. It's the way my brain works. <laughs> so have you ever had people be wrong? Like think like, this is what I'm supposed to do. And I got to go take this big step and they start doing it. And it's like, no, 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 that's not what I was supposed to do. Or right. Like, mm-hmm. I guess it's like, how do people find like, obviously when you start doing it, if it feels right, then, you know, you're heading in the right direction. But have you ever seen people do that where they're like, this is what I really, really thought I was meant to do or supposed to be or start doing. And then we're just wrong. hundred percent. I'm not one of those people who will say, oh, just don't have any regrets, everything for a reason. It's all for the good. Not necessarily. Sometimes we just make dumb mistakes. And and no, we're not supposed to be in there. And we did blow that money. And we did. And we did make and and that was a horrible relationship. And I wish it didn't happen. Right. And uh, luckily, you know, in the good case scenario, you'll learn from your mistakes. Right. But um, absolutely. We can go wrong directions all the time and feelings. Okay, you this is might be contradictive to a lot of things you learning there about maybe magical law of attraction. Right. So (laughs) I personally think if you're going to start trusting your feelings, you can end up in a great hole at the end because your feelings are what your bodily reaction to some kind of a trigger. Not only that you're triggered by what is it that you cannot understand. Okay, so that's a huge thing, right? So you're triggered by something you don't understand. It's your shadow. You're not seeing it. It's part of you, but you pursue that there's something out there. And then on the other hand, when you're reacting, you're reacting typically very familiar way, which is when, when I was a child, I was afraid of authority. Somebody came, told me what to do. I shrank. I became small. I said, yes, I'm going to do it. I'm a good girl. I'm a good boy. Okay. That's the feelings. If you're going to start following that feeling, where are you are going to end up? Right. So I invite to grow out of that. Like, I mean, consciously, all of us are adults here grow out of this, become an independent thinker. That's the world. This is all the commands. This is all the messages I'm getting. If I'm sane, if I'm, you know, okay in my own and I'm doing all right, like in my life, I'm not completely in complete mess. I can trust myself, Mm -hmm. right? So this is what I invite. Start looking what's really good for me and make those decisions consciously. And sometimes we have to get over our feelings of, you know, being uncomfortable. I don't like it. I I feel really vulnerable when I'm doing that. Like leaning into your challenge, for example. For sure, you'll be scared and you will like 
dread it and you'll come with like hundred excuses, literally why is it that you're not feeling like doing it? <laughs> but yeah. if you really want it, if you think that that's valuable or that's interesting, then I invite you to get over those feelings and maybe still try and see what's, what happens, right? And sometimes, yes, sometimes you want to be real and say that was a real mistake. Yeah. And just like, okay, I don't know, you know, I don't have to pursue something that is completely ridiculous for me. Right. So I say, be sane, like a reality check. I, I, you know, people share it with hashtag reality check is new spirituality. If you really truly want to be spiritual, always check what's happening in your real life. Like if you live in a mess, it doesn't matter that you want bliss. Right. Sort out the mess. You'll be much better off. Right. You had mentioned then, you know, like feelings and emotions from that perspective where it's like, those are fleeting, right? They could change just the direction of the wind. So, you know, to go off of just your feelings alone, isn't something to build upon, but yet how do you know then, like, for example, let's just say you have been feeling so like, this is the direction I'm feeling so alive. I feel on purpose. I'm passion driven, all these things that are just like igniting that feeling. Now, how do you know when to trust that that feeling is correct versus just something could have just, you know, the wind would have blown the wrong way. And all of a sudden you have these like moments of like just anger or frustration or resentment or something like that. Maybe it's not about the, the work that you're doing, but something could set you off. Now, if we only relied on those feelings, we wouldn't know what direction to continue moving forward. Right. So like how sometimes can you know that you are on the right path versus just maybe is that, you know, a fleeting moment that just kind of extended an extra week or so. Yeah, well, I mean, I work with people who are experiencing often existential crisis. So let's say that they are hard workers and high achievers. They, they've done. It's not like I'm not talking to people who are really uh, just starting out. They don't know themselves. I think this is the time when maybe you might have to exercise more willpower and really just go for it. Like just Imagine like out there, what is good? Like what's considered good? What is good for me? What do you have talents for? I mean, all of those are easy sort of invitations that you can take and and go for it. But once you already achieved everything, (laughs) that's when it becomes really crucial. So then what do you do? And I myself just being in that moment, we talked about how I ended up in Hawaii. It's the same thing. I've achieved everything I ever wanted. I'm sitting there in my dream, everything, having my life and thinking, well, I'm done. What, what's next? And this is when I was like, well, so when those moments that um, seemingly everything's fine, you are very functional, right? You, you know, you've done it. I personally had to take time to really go back to myself, re-examine, find. And one of the things I discovered, and this is what I want to share for anybody who is in that situation where they are starting again. It's a new story, new chapter, new beginning. Don't build upon ruins. Don't be a beginner again. Know that you've done so much already, build upon. I think that's what really separates the self-sabotaging pattern of remaking, rebranding, redoing, uh, starting again, running away. (laughs) That's me. I've done this. Like I've lived in so many countries. I've had five babies, (laughs) you know, I've been starting doing again, again. And at some point I'm seeing like, whoa, if I just actually 
didn't deny myself everything that I've already achieved. Where could I have been? And I was like, no, this time I'm just going to take everything I've got and I'm going to create with that knowledge, with that uh, experience. And it's going to be something different. And this is kind of what I teach in business as well, because a lot of people who are coming my way want to be transformational coaches yeah. And they are amazing experts. They would typically have maybe already run different businesses before or had careers, very successful. But when they start their own uh, transformational business, they forget that they've done it all. And they think, I'm just a beginner. I have to start from nothing and climb yeah. my way up and do the lead, and do this whole mainstream stuff. And it's like, no, <laughs> own, yeah. your, own your life. Like, come on, woman, like, go for it. And it's completely different. So, so that is kind of what I'm seeing. But it's a tricky one, you know, to, to find your purpose and what's going to give you that fire under the wings. Sometimes, like for me, it's been a moment of being a hermit. It's obviously the pandemic happened. It's great. I was just sitting there with myself and had all this time to contemplate, to really re- rediscover, like, what do I really love? And I was just sharing it with somebody that... To me, it's nature. It's like leaning into the drama that is happening in the nature, the ocean. And for everybody, it's their own things. For me, it's mountains, ocean, some the weather. I just love that. And it fills me up and I can reconnect with myself and not just always look at what's going out there, what other people are doing, what are they saying, like what are I supposed to do? I find it inside of me. Yeah. yeah. I, I like that. I can really resonate with that. But I, I love that you mentioned about always feeling like you have to build upon the ruins where it's okay to start completely over if you need be if you go in a whole different direction, but really knowing when to like cut the cord and start again, or to just look back at the foundation as the ruins are kind of crumbling, or maybe they're crumbled, and pick and choose the pieces you want to take with you as you as you build on moving forward. No, I love that because even, you know, I've been in business for, you know, entrepreneur for 15 plus years. And, and when I started kind of going in the direction of my own personal passions and things that I'm creating as an artist and, and creator too, is, you know, I kept going back. If I was getting support on X, Y, and Z, they're always like, okay, we're going to start to hear. I'm like, listen, why do I always feel like I have to go back to kindergarten? Like we, we've done this work. Like I'm, I'm not brand new. And so I would, I would, I think you know, probably wasn't always the best uh, client with some of my coaches, but I was like, I'm not trying to regress. I want to progress. Like let's start from where I'm currently at and, and just build upon that. But I think it, you know, like you said, getting clear on like who you are and all this stuff and like knowing to, you know, having that awareness and that identification of like, this is who I am. This is the direction I'm going. I don't need to follow what everyone else is doing because I'm so in tune with who, you know, who I am and what my purpose, passions and all those things are. So yeah. kind of thank you. Thank you for validating me on that part. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I know, um, you mentioned, you know, a lot of your people that you work with and you coach, right? So like you're noticing a lot of people with that like that lower self-worth. So like they have all that information, they have the knowledge, they're some of the best people, but they're not making what they should be making because they're afraid to ask for that because they think that they're brand new, right? They think that they are new. So so I guess that's like how do you work with those women that are kind of feeling that because they're not right. They're incredible people, but they look at their own business and like make it smaller, right. That lower self-worth in business, I think. So. Yeah. I mean, there's interesting things. There's many uh, 
I mean, first of all, white shadow. I mean, I, when I'm thinking what are, that's why I really put it at, up front for my brand right now, because I'm seeing that that's maybe one of the most powerful tools is to really lean into this, the aspirations you have and just own it, embody that just as you are right now, not, not wait, not to, you know, and in a way being in a presence of somebody who is like that, which is me, I'm doing that all the time for myself which is I'm big visionary. So from very early age, I would see dreams about my future and see, oh, wow, that's what she is like. And I would be like, okay, well, I guess then that's what I'm supposed to be living. So I would pack up whatever there was and meaning the, the mindset I had, meaning the self-image I had and just embody the new one because that's the one I see. So I'm fortunate in the sense that I'm a very visual person and I could experience in a dream you really see it so you think well that must be real so it gave me a lot of confidence but I'm a very analytical person so when I'm seeing how does it happen how the transformations happen then I'm tracing well if you see it you can believe it you can actually when you make some effort for sure you have to make some effort to get there then you, you will have that confidence you're not just thinking that you are strange lunatic going for some big dreams and, and it's just weird and maybe and you doubt yourself but you're more like well I've seen that I'm that I just need to take some practical steps and I'm right in, in the middle of it and I'm doing it and the attitude changes because I mean if you're thinking about whatever you want and you think well what how would that person think right what kind of decisions they are making what kind of friends they have what kind of uh, choices they make right? What are they not doing anymore? <laughs> Maybe that's the more important thing, right? What am I not doing anymore? <laughs> like those are the, my no's. Those are my standards. You will become a different person. You will have different results just from that, just from changing your attitude, which is great. So, so white shadow process is one. Another one this is specifically maybe what I had to do for myself because I was doing the work when I came to business, which was about eight years ago. That's been time over two decades working with thousands of people around the world. So I've been a public figure. I've been doing a lot of work, but I had no clue how to make money. <laughs> I was just one of those people who are coming from this mindset of money is bad. You're spiritual. You're an artist. What money? How dare you? Marketing, sales, what? What? <laughs> so yeah. I was. So I was in a way starting from scratch, and that's when I learned that, you know, if I'm going to perceive myself as a beginner, like I don't know anything, you know, which is, which was true, I think, in terms of business. I started business. I was in California. Everybody, it's very entrepreneurial. California, everybody's like having some kind of business. Everybody's a coach as well. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah. But then I'm seeing like a lot of starving coaches and nobody can get clients and they all lead generating. And oh my gosh, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. That's like so not me. So I had to learn. So one of the things I, I did for myself, I had to understand money. I had to really like understand that, okay, my work, my talents, my skills, are they are there. But if I want to get paid, I need to really ask myself that. Like, do you want to get paid? So what does it take? Okay, different thinking different sort of positioning that and I had to learn that so none of it was natural for me I you know I didn't have any entrepreneurial sort of 
people in my family. So I was really just like sort of looking around like, uh, you know, and trying to figure it out, making a lot of mistakes and eventually sort of stumbling upon this very interesting business model, which is high, you know, uber high end, which is six figure offers, you know, and I learned it. That's it. And this is about like owning everything you've got. That, that's it. That's yeah. really, and stop listening to whatever the bad advice or mainstream advice. Maybe it's good for somebody. I'm not saying it's all bad. For some people, it's maybe working. For me, it just wasn't working. I'm, I just didn't fit into that whole funnel model. I just couldn't do it. I tried. Like I had teams. I did the whole business empire thing. And I was like, I, it's just so not me. I'm such a nerd. I can't take this whole managing people. And I don't care. So I just want to do my stuff. And I want to work with the best. And it's really, I know, I know. And it really suits me. So and that's kind of what I teach. I teach uh, my students that think about money. If you really want business, you have to start thinking like entrepreneur and become innovative. Because I think in us entrepreneurs, just like artists, are right at the edge there. We, we, we are the ones who are setting the rules. It's not like we have to play by the rules that are already there. No, we are the we are free to do it. It's like, and we either get paid or not. So it's very quickly you will find out whether you're on the right path or not, right? Remember your question, Erin, right? It's like, uh, like, do you have to stick with something's not working? No, you don't. You just have to, as soon as possible, <laughs> like it's not working, like ditch it. Just be brave, be sort of uh, independent and make your own decisions. And, and sometimes you won't have any role models. Sometimes you will be the pioneer and you will, create your own business model. I think the way I work right now, it's just like I had to do it for myself. I had to did sort of choose and pick and see, you know, I have amazing role models as well, but a lot of things they're doing just not going to be in my, you know, suitable for me. So I then don't do it. I do my things and it's kind of, but I learned it with time. Yeah, I love that you bring that up because it's actually uh, one, it's kind of freeing that, uh, you know, as you're chatting, I'm over here pointing to myself like that's me, that's me, because I, I too was kind of met with that. And I feel like that there's that resistance where I think if you're unsure of the direction you go, you're looking outward for models, mentors, teachers, all those people who have kind of done what you aspire to yeah. or similar and then you actually start becoming a model of what their programs, processes, and thoughts and all that stuff are, where then it kind of just strips you of your own identity and belief because you feel like then you have to follow this one-way path because it's a proven model. Therefore, you're looking up to them. That must be the correct way. So insert self-doubt. And then you start to think like, I don't know, maybe there's something wrong with me. Like, am I doing it wrong? What's taking so long? And so I'm just still sharing a little bit of that because I, I personally had experienced that, you know, multiple times over until I got really clear. I'm like, here are my firm boundaries. I know for a fact, this is not who or what I am. And I don't want to do this. So then it's about giving yourself that freedom and permission to own who you are and start doing the things that come easily and natural to you is what you said. And I too resonate with being an artist and an entrepreneur and through and through, like I'm a creator. Like I love to create, I love to create and I love to give. And so that was kind of like, you know, struggling with some of that, that money exchange too, because it's like, I'm giving away everything. And I'm like, oh crap, I was supposed to charge for that. Or, oh, I needed to create a business around that or something like that. And, and so you start second guessing yourself, but yet I almost found to a fault, my 
or flaw, like in that default setting, I would return to when things got kind of not in, in the trajectory I wanted to go by default, I would just go back to create because it was, it filled me. It was a place that was also released, but it was also a passion. So it kind of came with two, two things there. And, um, so sometimes it could be a little bit of a sticking point, but also it's a place for you to escape and just create and, and be of that place. Yeah, get, get yeah, yeah. It's, it's like doing what you love in the context of getting paid. Right. That's yeah. all. Like, it's like you, you have to figure it out because, yeah, there's tons of teachers, tons of models. Everybody's teaching and telling you that there's a, you know, two-step process to million dollars like oh whatever billion yeah. now it's billion dollars and it's like it's not two-step process it's like you your whole life and, and just the way you are and that's why it's working yeah and that's why I kind of I mentioned charisma because I'm <laughs> thinking in sales it's like you know if you paid more attention to your charisma let's say and really understood how to be so enchanting and magnetic to people, you will actually make more sales than if you have, you know, those sales scripts or whatever people are using. It's just so funny because that's not how you really sell because you're asking questions. It's like, no, it's like just, you know, charisma, it's it's exaggerated, switched on, turned on version of you. So, okay, I mean, that's now great. If I'm a nerd, I'll be just a nerd. Like my marketing is all about me being extremely nerdy, going really deep with my stuff, like talking for hours and the audience loves it. And that's how I I run my business. So I don't really do anything else besides that. And it's like, yeah, that suits me because that's what I love doing. I'm really good at that. And that's all. And I attract the right people who are just as nerdy as me, just as obsessed. (laughs) It's perfect. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. So this is cool. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just uh, thinking, you know, a lot of those thoughts and resonating with it. And I'm just kind of moving forward with the owning and, and owning yourself in, in the thought processes and the, in the charisma and how to really leverage and bring it kind of full circle is, you know, is that something you, you obviously help individuals do is that, you know, part of your programming and work with you kind of hands-on or is this something through, some courses or kind of explain some of that stuff because, you know, those people who are listening are like, wow, you know, I'd really love to tap into more of, you know, understanding me so I can be of more of service here on this, this earth and my purpose. So kind of share some of that stuff, like how it would look like, you know, with some of the tools and everything that you have to offer. Mm-hmm. So first of all, there is a secret thing that I'm telling you guys. So if you're okay. going to schoolofinspiredlife.com, on, in my blog, it's called Free Resources. There's a little button there. It okay. literally has got tons of trainings that I've done for, you know, seven, eight-figure entrepreneurs about shadow work, for example. There are trainings on marketing, on Uber high-end sales. There's a lot of sort of secret trainings, not so secret anymore, <laughs> as I'm sharing it with you. Um, the case studies, I actually walk through the people that I worked with who are, you know, actually I work with very, very talented people already. They often have, you know, high level psychologists or people like that, but just taking them to the next level, especially in terms of pricing and branding and all of that stuff. So I actually tell what specific tools I use. Shadow work is one of those for sure. Healing trauma, huge stuff because why is it that we are so afraid to be so powerful and so amazing right well because of the whatever 
should happen before. We are just identifying with it. We still, it's in our bodies. We're dreading it. So we are scared of being powerful. So this is kind of one of the biggest ideas that I teach is it is safe for you to be powerful. Once you embody that, you started experiencing it, it's, your life will change. And when I'm working with, let's say, high achievers, celebrities, people who are already there, they like literally live on public, they on the surface embodied that very sort of switched on personality, right? People are really seeing that in them. But like I said, they have their own challenges. So when they have to embody their white shadow, it's often is about, and the process I do with them is a walkabout. It's called walkabout is when we're going on the retreat. It doesn't have to be some tops. I mean, it's very rarely, actually, I see people here in Hawaii. Mainly it's about actual just having space and time to focus on you and what is it that you're hiding. So there's a lot of things that they have to lean into and look into. Like I mentioned, those could be very small things, not public things, but your personal intimacy is one of the biggest maybe things how people are so scared of being open intimacy. It's about being transparent with other people. Not so much about being vulnerable like poo-poo me, but it's more about I am powerful. I am, I mean, I think it's more vulnerable to be powerful than to tell your ex to, you know, riches or soapy story. That's what I'm seeing. Because to tell somebody like, I know this stuff, I can do this, I have an answer for you is much more, is much scarier for people. But it is that process that allows you to become most amazing marketer, most amazing at sales, if, if that's what you want. And at the same time, most amazing at uh, creating beautiful marriage, being the most amazing parent for your kids, because now you are being yourself. So shadow work is one of the, you know, big processes that I love teaching. And in terms of like marketing and sales for coaches specifically, uh, yeah, go to schoolofinspiredlife.com and just go browse all those uh, articles there. Like I, I just because those are trainings I created for my clients maybe uh, some years back, and then I just let it all be for everybody. So that's so it's like it's high level stuff there, yeah. and this will help you to understand how to get yourself there like pretty quickly. Yeah, well, that's that's super cool. I mean, it's like you know, you like you said, having that power to just you know, not trying to like convince somebody of anything or just you know, feeling like you have to play small, but standing in your power and just say, no, I've lived this. I've experienced it. I have what it takes. Like, this is where I'm called to, you know, be of service to others because you didn't, it's not just about getting the next like degree or education or certification or whatever like that. Life experiences trump any of those other certifications because you've walked it, you've overcome it, you've lived it. So you're hitting it from every other facet in your life. That's really just like, no, I'm standing in my power because I'm my own testimony. I'm my own witness to the journey and the struggles. So therefore I can you know, help you get to whatever your, those next stages are. So I love that you bring that up because it, some people, like you said, they're afraid to step into that power because they think like, Oh, you know, what are people going to think of me? Or am, am I really called to, to lead or do this or do that? But like you said, I mean, when you get to who you are and understand all the things that you have had to overcome, or there's challenges and obstacles, adversity, all that stuff, that is what equips you. So like, you know, when they say God doesn't call the equip, he equips the called. And that's kind of the whole process of it is that Standing in your power and knowing where you're at is like, you're going to be provided all the tools and, and everything that you need 
just through experience of life. No, I absolutely love that. And you know, you're you're so generous with your website and mentioning how everything that you had taught in helping individuals get to those stages, you basically just said, just go to my website, they're all there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm very generous. It's why, because the business model that I live allows me to do that. Because you know, when you're working at the very high level with VIP clientele, so then what I do is everything else is free. <laughs> You know, yeah. and because I'm very prolific, naturally, I write, I teach, I write books, I write articles, I do videos. So all of that goes just to public. So go take it. And I do have certifications that people can take. But it's like, yeah, it's just because it's hands off. You go and you study, you learn. Uh, obviously, you know, if you want to be a, in VIP sort of client, then that's when we create specific experiences for you. It's not going to be some kind of a step system where, no, I'm going to look into you and we're going to create something depending on what is it that we're going to discover, the symptoms people live, right? This is kind of how I look at things is, you know, tell me about your problems. I will tell you what your next level spiritual gift is that we're going to have to actually work on. And that's where, how you're going to solve all your problems is by growing yourself out of them. You see, it's like, a because once you understand where you're going with this whole thing like life everything down there your problems with uh, sales or problems with um, you know whatever whatever marriage problems whatever they are there you will be equipped and capable to deal with it from you know from the higher level of yourself it's just like oh if i was this person that would have wouldn't be a problem I would just make decisions and I would just know what to do. And that's what I'm kind of, that's hugely my methodology. So on a VIP level, it's very uh, custom made. It's about you. It's about where you are comparing to systems, you know, and I love systems, but it's just my own systems. That's all. (laughs) Yeah. No, this has been so insightful. And just hearing your story, you know, from the age of 17, just kind of get thrown out there to now where you're at after 30 plus years and just, being in this place where you are now exactly what you just said, having life experiences, now you're giving back and helping individuals get to this place where they can really tap into their highest uh, you know, self and, and live on purpose and really from a place of passion. This has been, again, just an insightful conversation. And I just absolutely love that you're, you're here and just showing up and just giving, right? Like, I mean, that's so cool. People will have to check out your website. Of course, we're going to be listing that in the show notes, but how can people follow along with you on your journey and connect with you? Um, you know, any social media is the best one that you want to share with our audience? Well, I do have a group on Facebook, which I actually recommend for people who are healers. So if you're a healer or psychotherapist or you yourself or a coach, obviously, if you yourself want to receive healing as well, I have a, I run a, um, 111 Heals Conference. It's been a project for a long time, for many years. And for the past two years, I made it public. So anybody can come, not just my students, and present your methodology and talk about your own uh, tools that you use. So it's a place for people who are like myself, obsessed with therapy and obsessed with healing and want to share and want to... Um, also sort of get get your eyes on yourself if that's what you're looking for, some exposure. Uh, so join as a speaker. Be that uh, healer who just gives because it is a passion project. There's nothing, you're not going to get paid, but you're going to get the satisfaction of sharing your gift 
and you know seeing people receive it it's very supportive so it's it's about that so that would be the great place where you can start and other than that yes you have uh, lyrake.com is a is really if you want to follow uh, sort of deeper transformational work that's not about training but it's about sort of dealing with existential crisis, identity crisis, finding purpose, finding your new place in this new world that is forming as we speak, um, then go to lyrake.com. You're going to sort of find, I have a, I just started the channel there, very sort of specific videos, uh, articles. So lots of resources there. And yeah, and get in touch. You will have a contact form if you really like feel called to apply to any of the experiences with me and work with me, then you can also find that contact form there on lyrake.com. Great. And, and can you repeat the name of that free Facebook group you have? 111 Healers Conference. Okay. Yes. Great. So of course, we're going to have all that in the show notes for our listeners. And this is, like I said, just an incredible conversation. And uh, we just want to thank you for being our guest and being so generous and sharing your time and your experiences and all the goodness that you have to offer. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's been wonderful being with you. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Confident Woman podcast. Um, For more ways to connect with us, check out our Facebook group. It's the Confident Woman on Facebook. There's a ton of amazing ladies in that group that you can connect with as well. My Instagram is at Erin underscore travels for life. Make sure you go ahead and follow that and follow Rachel as well. What is yours, Rachel? You can follow me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks. Awesome. Thanks so much. Look forward to checking you next week.